Welcome to Igniting the Fire Within, a limited series podcast presented by Wildfire Magazine and The Burn Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Emily Purcell. Each week for the next year, you'll hear an essay from our book read by the author. Igniting the Fire Within is a collection of stories of healing, hope, and humor, offering an insider's view into today's young breast cancer community. We compiled 50 essays from people diagnosed in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. There's medicine for each of us in these stories, whether you've been personally diagnosed with cancer or not. Wildfire stories in general, but especially the ones you'll hear from Igniting the Fire Within, are stories of transformation. Our storytellers experienced a shift in perspective as a result of something that happened to them. And the cancer diagnosis was not the thing that happened, or it wasn't the only thing. The cancer diagnosis was merely the catalyst for later changes that led our writers to understand the deep truths about the world. Each one of them learned lessons that showed them what it is to live, not just survive, in the glare of cancer. We believe deeply that the stories that change us aren't so much about what happened as they are about what came next. And hearing those stories, true stories of transformation, that's what ignites the fire within each of us. A listener note before we dive in, cancer is a salty business. Sometimes talking about it and the aftermath requires salty language. Listener discretion is advised. Today's storyteller is Junie Boucher. Junie is a nutritional therapy practitioner and meditation teacher. At 41, she was diagnosed with stage 1 ERPR positive invasive ductal carcinoma. Here is Junie Boucher reading her essay titled, Can I See? When I think about it, my pre-cancer breasts got a decent amount of airtime for someone who was not part of the adult entertainment industry. In college, I thought I was so rebellious, allowing my bare breasts to appear in a topless mermaid photo shoot for someone's class project. I was creeped out and okay, maybe a tiny bit flattered, when I was informed by that student that someone stole the photos. I have no idea where they are now. There was another artsy photo shoot my previous breast modeled for when I was living another iteration of youthful bohemia out in Brooklyn in my 20s. I'm not sure if those still exist. They participated in a nude march, posed for a now semi-famous painter, and had several adventures in skinny dipping. While living in Los Angeles, they did two plays with an avant-garde theater company with a director who was wonderfully French and in love with having her cast members get naked on stage for artistic effect, of course. Oh, and there was the seven months living at a clothing optional massage school up in the mountains of Humboldt. (laughs) A bunch of people saw my breasts then. I have to say, I'm glad they had a good run. You might think that I sound like the world's most body-confident woman. Reading the previous paragraph, I might too. In reality, I'm no more immune from the inner mean girl that loves to pick you apart with a cruelly adept eye for detail than anyone else. We go to battle on pretty much a daily basis. I think I just realized at some point that I get to choose if I want to listen to the mean voice or the empowered one. I'm happy to report that I've had a long history of choosing to tell that shame. It can go fuck right off. Coming to terms with the body I was born with has been an ongoing struggle, but I was faring pretty well pre-cancer. Cut to two breast cancer surgeries later that left me with one natural breast, multiple large scars, 
and an over-the-muscle implant that isn't shy about showing all the ripples and wrinkles you don't necessarily know come with a reconstructed breast. I haven't had a matching surgery yet on my natural breast so that there would be some symmetry. I like to joke that my breasts look a lot more like distant cousins as opposed to sisters. Well, this body shame, well, she was a new and cunning foe. Two and a half years post-cancer, and I was back in the world of online dating. My shame had to be contended with. How do I address the subject of my cancer history with a new potential partner? I avoided bathing suits, cleavage, and even wearing v-neck t-shirts, so the thought of fully revealing my mismatched breasts had a lot of anxiety behind it. Some kind of warning needed to be in place though, right? For both me and them, it would be best to not have any big surprises. Not without trepidation, I dipped my toe into the dating waters. There was plenty of swiping and attempts at clever self-description. Learning the unspoken language of the apps is an adventure in itself. Over the course of several weeks, there was chatting, but either one of us would lose interest or I'd chicken out before we'd meet in person. I was scared. Luckily, the me that takes scared as a rallying cry showed up. You need to just go on a date already. Let's make it happen, she said. She's so badass. Hmm, what about this guy? B's profile was disarming. He seemed sweet, funny, and attractive. Something about him made me feel safe. I asked him out. Badass me was kind of on fire that day. We met at a neutral location. We were both a bit shyer than the people who had shown up in our previous chats, but I think that was helpful in its own way. My inner shame felt safe knowing that he was well acquainted with his own. Yet we both forged on, talking and laughing openly. There was chemistry. He was positive and receptive when I spoke of my prior diagnosis. There was an awkward handhold, and he gently touched my lower back. This is dating code for something along the lines of, if you would like to get naked with me, um, I'm down. No kiss, though. Bold me had retreated a bit. After hanging out a few times, we finally kissed, and it was super passionate. The kind of kiss that indicates clothes would be coming off in the near future and with fervor. During the tornado of tangled limbs and strewn clothing that followed, I decided I would leave my bra on. That seemed safe. After a while, he gently asked, Can I see? Enter the crossroads. A thousand thoughts were waiting to hold me back, to shut me down, to rob me of joy, pleasure, and triumph. But she stepped in. I immediately ripped off my bra. I knew if I waited for even a nanosecond, I would lose my battle with the voice of shame. And despite my dimly lit room, I can still remember the look in his eyes. You can't fake animal attraction and felt like I had released the kraken. He pulled me close and enthusiastically kissed my natural breast. All the sensation I had lost to the mastectomy side had made its way into the other and it felt really damn good. No, this was not a story of heartfelt intimacy between a breast cancer patient and the man who loved her unconditionally. This was two consenting adults really enjoying their bodies. At that moment, 
I didn't want him to love me. I wanted him to want me. Between his lust and my choice to own my pleasure, that was where the healing was for me. After that night, I, I realized I don't think I want to have the matching surgery after all. The sensation in my natural breast allows me to reclaim that erogenous zone, and um, it's been pretty awesome. Just like any human, I still have my good and bad days regarding body image and my new normal, but telling my shame to fuck right off, well, that's hot. I'm Emily Purcell, and you've been listening to Igniting the Fire Within, a limited series podcast by Wildfire Magazine and The Burn. Check us out at wildfirecommunity.org to order your copy of the book so you can read along each week. You'll also find our magazine and storytelling workshops there. Big thanks to our producer, Bill Smith of Shoe Production, and our production assistant, Monica Haro. Make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. If you like what you hear, tell your best friend, tell your mom, tell your oncologist. I mean, really tell everyone you know. Or head into your podcast app and leave us a starred review to help others find their way to igniting their own fire within. <laughs>